I'm going to tell you a scary story that is so fantastic and formulaic, it sounds made up. I wouldn't believe it if it didn't happen to me, so you can believe what I'm about to tell you. Picture a village from a Stephen King novel. There's a two-story historic inn there. It's the dead of winter, gray and no one about. I book a stay at the inn to get some writing done. I'm alone there on purpose so that I can focus without distraction. But as it turns out, there would be disturbances from the moment of arrival until my premature departure. Self-check-in should have been easy, but within an actual minute of stepping across the threshold, an eardrum-shattering smoke alarm goes off and will not stop. Come to find out, it's the alarm above my bedroom door. It's too high up for me to disable it, so I have to vacate the inn for a few hours until a fellow with a ladder can come and handle it. That's strange, he says. I just replaced these batteries yesterday and checked them out first. (laughs) Okay, then. Well, that night, I hear a phone ringing and ringing in the attic. Maybe I should go check it out in case someone's trying to reach me due to an emergency or something. I climb the stairs to find an old apartment there that doesn't look like it's been lived in for years, although the furniture and curtains and everything are still in place. I pick up the phone and the line is dead, silent. Hello? Hello? Nothing. So I return to my room until it rings again about 45 minutes later. Same situation, nothing on the other end. That was day one. I couldn't sleep a wink. The following morning, I explored the inn. Large Bibles are placed in conspicuous areas and left open to specific scriptures. Hmm. Day two has already given me the heebie-jeebies. I got the message that I'm not welcome here, but I'm also stubborn and not going to be run off by some two-bit haints. I have work to do, and I've paid for three nights in which to get it done. Never mind that this whole setup is resembling The Shining. Night falls and the phone's at it again. It's a solid 1960s model with a blaring, insistent tone. I race up the stairs and yank the cord from the wall. That should do it. And it did remain quiet until around 3 a.m. Now it's ringing and I'm preparing to flee in my flannel cat print pajamas. I would have left then and there, but I had a date in the morning with the town historian, a lovely older lady who'd offered to give me a driving tour. I hoped she might shed light on the history of the inn as well. Regardless, I vowed to leave as soon as the tour was over. At first light, I packed up the car. With an hour to burn, I turned my attention to one last curiosity the old trunk on the stairwell. Taking a seat on the landing, I opened the trunk and discovered newspaper clippings about various happenings at the inn. Just then, a cold gust of wind blew through and my eye caught the following words in a headline, axe murderer killing spree. Yes, an axe wielding murderer had been at the inn in the 1800s. I'll leave the details to your imagination.
Needless to say, I sprinted down to the porch to wait for the historian. I couldn't be within those walls for another second. The dear lady picked me up and gave a delightful tour. She shared many interesting and obscure facts about the Stephen King village, but there was one thing she never mentioned. The shadow side of things at the dark and arrestingly haunted inn. I'm Loretta Hannon, and that's the view from my front porch.